Hej. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for listening to the It's All Music podcast with me, Carrie, Henny and Corky. We are blown away by your support and your continued listenership. The It's All Music podcast is completely independent self-finance venture. If you enjoy our content and you'd like to support what we're doing, you can head over to our Patreon page and subscribe for three euros a month. If you don't have the money, please share it on all your social media platforms. And that'll be just as good. Thanks from the lads. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're mocking my one. <laughs> from the lads. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of It's All Music, the music interview podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Corky, your host, the H-Bomb, Owen Hennessy, co-hosts Mike Kerry, and me, Dave Quirk. On this episode, we're honoured to have singer-songwriter from the City of Cork, Ireland, already a Grammy nominee, an Irish National Folk Album of the Year winner, and also well-renowned for his original contemporary ballad music. This man has claimed a rapidly growing fan base both here and abroad. He is very committed to continuing his strong tradition of great Cork songwriting, has released numerous albums, as well as a multitude of singles and EPs, and his live performances have been broadly acclaimed all over Ireland. Please give it up for and welcome Mr. Miles Gaffney! Here comes Miles Gaffney, Miles Gaffney, Miles fucking Gaffney. No. No. What would you do now if you're you're a postman? Why is it today? What do you think of that? That intro is the biggest load of fucking lies I've ever heard. We tell so many lies that people won't tell the truth from the lies. <laughs> Miles, welcome to Narcadoon. You made it here okay, did you? Did you think you were getting tricked? Miles, were you, were you ever out here? I was coming down the road, I videoed it, I was telling you, right? <laughs> I made a video and I sent it to a few of the boys. I said, tonight, boys, it's tonight, they're finally going to whack me. <laughs> if, I'm not, if you don't see me for a few days. It's, you know, very, right. it's very murdery, that road. Yeah, 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 Old murder yeah. vibe offer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Miles, uh, he did, when he stopped seeing the number 22 boss, he didn't know how he was. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Miles, welcome. Uh, it's mm-hmm. del- delighted to have you. I've known you for many, many years. We've been friends for years. I'm delighted to get you down, meet the lads, get in the podcast and talk about music, music in Cork, your experience with music, gigging, gear, anything you want, right? It's just glad, we're just glad to have you here. Um, the first question is the same question I ask everybody that puts a, that comes on to visit, and it is... About your background in music, what was being played at home, what was it, what influenced you at a young age, what was the music in the house, was there musical instruments in the house, was music a massive part of your life as a youngster, from what you remember? There was no instruments in my house, anyway, that's for sure, right, but there was musical influence from my dad's vast uh, collection of music. It went from everything, from Furies to the Eagles, Roy Orbison, Elvis Presley, Queen, Dire Straits. It was all there in the house at my disposal. Yeah. We had a big massive Wi-Fi inside the front room at the time. They don't make them like that no more, actually. What was it? A big Hi-Fi. Remember the big Hi-Fi? So well, like a coffee around. table job. Like yeah, 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 yeah. A statue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boom, boom. Cost £1,000. And uh, I just got into the music myself. Do you know? Do you know remember, the, remember the Manning Brothers band years ago? Yeah. Well, they were all neighbours, you see. And, uh, Go away. Mm, and Kiara Manning, Phoenix, that plays with uh, Liam Milan and, and yeah, Shane and the yeah, boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a, a practice kit in his gaff. So right. I used to go up there seven or eight years of age and get a rap off of him. 
Hit the drums like, yeah. Drums, and then I got my own Pearl Export drum kit when I was about 10, and I was taught how to read drum music with uh, Shawnee Ford out in Torker through, um, I went up to grade five in Trinity College in London, and um, then I got pissed off at the drums then after a few years, so I got a Fender in one year for Christmas. An acoustic? No, electric, and I uh, went down to Trevor St. Ledger, he was, he's an old f- friend of ours, like, so he taught me three cars, G, C and D. Yeah. And that was it. So you need then, And then after that, like, I just kind of, I just knew I was able to uh, just play them. I could bought a banjo and I have mandolin and whistle, I taught myself all the wind instruments, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just off here. Yeah. It was just kind of a, it's kind of a, um, a gift really, isn't it? And it where was this? Was this in, on the north side? On the north side, by Redemption Road. Redemption Road, Should yeah. I fucking on the north side? <laughs> <laughs> well known up there. <laughs> One thing, I, I've been to a few of your gigs down through the years, album launches, your following is, your following from the north side is just outstanding, isn't it? Yeah, on my way down in the car, actually, I was just telling someone where I was going, right? And, uh, just in case. Yeah, <laughs> I said, if you don't hear from me in 10 minutes, I'm in a ditch. If yeah, I even go that, I've been taken out by these cockroaches. Uh, uh, back up to Nakadoo. Back up to Nakahini to tell him how dodgy it was down in Nakadoo. We're terrified of them up there. <laughs> but what it was is, uh, what it is, as I was saying, like, you, you, if the people look after you, you have to look after the people. Yeah. And, the, and, and the reply I got was, I'm sure they all love you, but. The, that comes with you can't take 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 off of people all the time yeah you have to give back to the community give back to the people someone asks you to call around to the gaff to meet a child or make a video mm. call for a birthday or something or show up with some fellas 21st and give them a hug and stand in for a picture then you have to do it just do it it's, yeah. it's, it's part of the it's part of, who, it's part of yeah. our game like in the boys yeah, mm-hmm. well, yeah yeah especially there's a thing with musicians that I see a lot where musicians tend to pay it forward you know that if you can do something to keep a young lad interested in music, it just means another one of us and more music, and it's a good thing. And I think how how influential that would have been to me at a young age if someone that I saw, yeah. you know, who was playing and, you know, trying, you know. Someone you gives you 10 minutes, you don't realise the effect it has on you. Yeah. As a child, until you're older yourself and you're asked to maybe do it like that, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah I caught him last Sunday there. The young fella like that was bullied because he, he plays guitar at school. And they took his cap or whatever, they dumped his cap over and went back to him. And his, I went down and he, uh, he was telling me he's packing up, he wouldn't play anymore. But I, I, his family got on to me and said he listens to my stuff, so what I call over. So I went down to him, spent an hour in there and sure, he went straight into school. I'm on the mom with his guitar. I told, I told him like that. I know all the hard men, I said to him. I know all the hard men. And I said, growing up, I thought I was one of them. Yeah. But I said... When I didn't want to play my instruments in public when I was younger because I thought you get a hiding or they'd be all slagging, slagging the balls off you. Yeah. So I didn't bother showing my ability until a certain age. Yeah. But what I was telling the child was that when I started selling tickets for gigs, who were all the fellas showing up to see you? The fellas that you thought they were going to take yeah. the piss out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, the only regret I have is that I waited so late to do it in public. I think... Something that's changed over the generations is that, you know, when we were younger, our generation would say, it was soccer or gay, you know what I mean? And music was always kind of a fringe thing that, you know, there wasn't the after school clubs for it. There wasn't the Sunday mornings. You had to go find a local fella, you know what I mean? But now it just seems that, you know, there's more, it's more inclusive for all people, you know? 
I think there's a lot of clubs yeah. there and lessons and things. <clears throat> Not enough, maybe, but... There was nothing in school for music, though. Nothing, that's what I mean. Like, if, you were, if you weren't hurling and playing for the Hearty Cup, was, yeah. that was it, like, it was yeah. fuck all it. Can I tell you a funny story about me playing hurling? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> so, right, uh, my, my mother died when I was a young fellow, right? So I spent a lot of me, me life out in from, say, 11 up to about 15, right? 16, right? So my cousin was playing for a club called Castle Rovers, right? And they got they got into the final anyway, county final, and I was playing half corner forward, right? <laughs> now we were under fourteen, but there was fellas playing for the team had beards, <laughs> right? beer be- beer bellies. <laughs> there was fellas hung over, right? <laughs> smoking fags. Yeah, but anyway, right? So I said to me auntie, right? My dad never came down, so I said to her, "Look, the fucking matches on." He said, "I have no clean jocks for the." For the match, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So she said, go up to the drawer upstairs. She said, there's a packet, but me cousin used to wear underpants, right? But I, I used to wear boxer shorts, right? So so anyway, I said, fuck it, I'll have to wear the, the fucking underpants, right? So anyway, up the stairs anyway, right? Ready to go to the match. Up the stairs, into the drawer, saw the packet. Three white underpants, here we go. Bang, took the underpants, threw it into the gear bag, off we went. When Dalton played the match, scored a goal and two points in the county final, right? No. We won. So anyway, <laughs> after the game, anyway, went back to the presentation, and I tell you, these yokes are on me, right? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like a tongue, right? <laughs> I tell you, right? <laughs> <laughs> so fronts. I said to the cousin, fucking hell, Willie, I said, how do you wear these yokes? I said, why? I said, they're up me. I said the f- most yeah. uncomfortable things ever but his mother heard it she said give me a look at that so I pulled oh, it down she no. said oh, for fuck's sake she said you're out of take him on a tree as he's nicked so I played in the county final he scored a goal and two points and the fucking nickels on me I want to make the song about that fuck me lucky nickers fuck yeah. <laughs> You should write a song about that. <laughs> should have been. Christ. That would have been good now in the intro. Yeah, so you... Ah, stop. You have, a, you have a sporting background as well as a musical one. Well, How long did you stay at the hurling for? Until I was more 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you couldn't be at everything, right? So yeah. you couldn't be playing hurling and soccer and then fucking drinking and partying. <laughs> so so I gave up the soccer and the hurling and I stuck the full-time parties. And you're not a quitter, in fairness to you. <laughs> No, we still at the parties. And tell me this: When did the uh, the songwriting start? Well, I was writing songs like when I got that fender that time, oh. and I found all them songs. That's up my grandma's attic. All the lyrics are still there and all. It's real um, childish kind of lyrics now, but like fuck it, some of it was actually good. That I could salvage. No, yeah. I have them a poem. But um, that's when I started writing that song, Come Home On My Hands, son. I only matured the song when I decided I was going to be a songwriter. Yeah, I'll try anyway. Yeah. But, um, and then I said, sorry, I'm not going to go into this story too much now, but look, there's no one that's out there. I owe Roy Keane a favour, and I wrote him a song, and that was it. And then that got a good reaction, so then I did another one, another one, another one. The fucking hardest part of it is trying to keep, if you write a good one, write a better one the next time. That's yeah. the thing. Because if, if it goes down, you're gone. Yeah. I always said that the writing and the recording and stuff, it's when you've that done, the work starts, doesn't it? Ah, oh, stop. Talk to me about that for a second, because I know when it comes to... You, I mean, you have a good body of work there. You've got four albums, complete albums, right? Three. Three and one on the way. I, yeah, I, I mind it now. I just, I, I'm working on them songs right now. I've got 40 songs in the go, like. You know what it's like more than anyone, I'd say, in court, the, the slog of album launches, ticket sales, trying to get stuff out there. It's a tough slog, isn't it? 
it's tough slog and you know what and like I don't know if you're going to agree with me or, what, or not but you know if you don't agree to the yes men and if you don't play ball and toe the line with certain clicks not so much in Cork but right. up the road in certain places Right, yeah. No matter how good you are as a songwriter, or how good you are as a performer, or how you carry yourself, if you don't hold the line here, you're not fucking getting a sniff. And yeah. it's as simple as that. And I was, I sat in Dublin last July, and like, I was with some heavy hitters, like, and yeah. that was exactly what was said to me. How are we going to control you, Miles? Because you're fucking liable to do anything at any time. And if you think that you're going to come on board with us, and carry on the way you carry on, then we're not going to work together. Right. And so what, what were they talking about? Because, yeah, like, yeah. what he said was, is that, like, he was on about who I knew, right? So, yeah. he's one example was, like, Joe Duffy. Yeah. So, he said, if Joe Duffy rang you in the morning, Joe's been very good to me, and he's always in my corner, and I can call him, and I can ring him, whatever. I can't do that no more. Because he's not on the side that... No, no, do. like, I just, I, I'll be, be controlled by management, right. and yeah. I'll be told what to do. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not willing to tow that line, because if I wake up tomorrow... And decide I'm writing a song about some some somebody or somewhere on this island. I'll go there regardless, and no one will stop me. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's it. And what do you get out of it, though? You know, if you do fall in with that crowd that you're talking about, you know, well, what suppose, do they do for you? Then? Well, I suppose they're all kind of the same, really, aren't they? It's just a few. What will you get out of it? Well, I suppose it'll be less work for you, won't it? Yeah, yeah. You just concentrate, like my seven keel, and we're talking about it, like yeah. It, you'll just solely then concentrate on your writing the music and okay. your and and creating care. the music. They'll take care of your PR. Oh, okay. and, then, and then they'll look after the bookings, the tickets and that, and you just rock on and produce the goods. Yeah. Whereas when you stay independent, then you're doing it all yourself. And, and then you say, like, this is fucking do your head, like. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is one of the how you all know about it, lads. It's you know. And, and do you know this thing? Well, everyone thinks you are getting the every copper. So, like, if, yeah. if there's 300 tickets sold at 1850 or whatever ahead, yeah. everyone thinks like, that you are getting all that coin. Like, yeah. you're not, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, some of the venues now are, like, 1800 quid. Yeah. Before, before anything. Then you have the song yeah. boys, the light boys, you have to pay for two bouncers, yeah. to pay for the girl that done the administration, yeah. to pay the, the ticket person. Yeah. I saw a side of it. I wouldn't have seen much of it. I wouldn't, you know, but I did see a side of it with myself and, uh, you know, Dots very well. Yeah, Dots Tobin. Dots, been, uh, yeah. Uh, we, we, we took it upon ourselves to try and do a, a, an original music festival in Killa last year, last summer. And I just really saw how the money can dwindle out of yeah. the stuff the small stuff it all adds up like yeah. we ended up I think we ended up with minuscule Penny yeah. you I think he guy did one night yeah. in the Hanover I remember that 480 yeah. people at that gig and I had 135 hours at the end of the night yeah with seven fellas on the stage yeah. with me all yeah. about the rig had to be paid for the light men some, again the same old rigmarole the doormen I had 135 hours after I paid all everyone so what's the secret like the secret. How do you avoid it? Like what? Oh, how? Yeah. I don't know. Where you make your wages. I, like. Uh, like I mean, you get your wages if you if you. If, the, the thing I have always taught, and I could be wrong, but there is a gap that has to be bridged from the few hundred venue <coughs> to the couple of thousand venue. When you've done that, I don't know anyone who's bridged that gap that I can still contact. Anyone that I know that went to that level has disappeared. 
Out of Ireland. Out of contact, out of, as if they're whisked off to somewhere and you don't hear of them, you know? I remember there was a band a couple of years ago that I met at Independence Chasing Abbey, kind of an electronic crowd. I was really impressed by them. I thought they were, they were kicking. I've yeah. seen them a few of that, a couple of their gigs. Just to talk to them on Facebook. But then they kind of hit, and they had a hit signal. And I went to message them on their page, and I got some automated message back. It turns into a business account. It does. See it and someone the, else yeah. takes charge of all that stuff. You know? Yes, That's exactly what I was to call, going back to it. Like, oh, and I don't know the way. I don't. I don't know the way. I'm losing my freedom like that. That's I can thing, do right? it in the morning. I've. I must have. Fucking same as any. Same as he. I must have fifty managers, agents there on my phone across Ireland and the UK and America and Germany. Yeah. But like, do do I really want to give up my freedom? Yeah. I I I like to warm around. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. But it is hard, isn't it? It's, it's tough. It's tough because if, like, I, I used to explain, you know, was I was in a taxi, I was in a bus, I don't know where I was, but it was late at night and the taxi driver, reckoned, actually he was from Middleton, I think, right. but he recognised me anyway and he, we were talking and I said to him, do you know, I said, if you don't put petrol in your taxi and if you don't service this taxi, yeah. then the whole business is going to crumble down around you. Yeah. And I said, so you're asking me about songwriting. So yeah. I said, if I stop writing songs, no. And I stopped performing. Yeah. I said, by the end of next week, there'll be a new miles in my position, in my yeah. place, and that's yeah. it, and you're gone. Yeah. And if you, if you don't look after your taxi, your business will be gone. He said, you know what, Brian, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. That's the truth. So if, if I stop now, then, all right, a few of your songs might last. Yeah. Sean Foster would last, Fallen Mothers would last, Northside like that, Die will last forever. A few other songs I wrote, but the performer will be gone. Yeah. Do you know? And yeah. You just have to keep going. I think it's a passion and it's in your heart. Yeah. Yeah. And if you believe in yourself. Yeah. Because as a business model, it's fucking waste yeah. of time. Like, no, you know, no. You couldn't pl- promote that as a business. As a money making venture, it's, mm. it's, it's. The original stuff, obviously. Yeah. yeah like 10 grand I spent down on last venture. 10 grand. I, I'd be straight up with you. I have about 5,000 of it back. But yeah. like, and the other, and the other 5,000 will come in, but it's the slog boy. Yeah. Going to this record Jesus. shop, going to Golden Disc, launching here, calling here, down in the shopping centre, Christmas signing CDs, and like, the, like whatever about the hours that went into making it. And I was trying to get rid of it. Because, like, and that's not down to people, it's down to Spotify and iTunes. Like, the yeah. new cars don't have CDs. And the only way yeah. you can make back money to go recording again is sell the CDs. Yeah. Like, what good is 51 euro a month here of, 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 of iTunes? Uh, yeah. yeah. 27,000 streams of one song I had last year, lads. 42 fucking euros. Oh, I know, yeah, yeah. So, so, so iTunes got 27 yeah. grand yeah. at 99 cents a song off of me. Off me. I yeah. made it all. It's yeah. all mine. But yes, I got 42 euro and they kept the fucking rest of it. It's true, yeah. So, like... Yeah, it's it's crazy, Jesus. like, yeah, when you think of it that way. It's frightening. But that's what's going on. That's what's going on, and you'd yeah. be, And you would stand back and you would say, am I off my fucking game here or what? Don't this? But it's a passion. I think there's a lot to be said for building up a, a, a local following where you're from. When things get very difficult is when you're trying to break out regionally outside of that and you're trying to do the same thing elsewhere and, you know... 
you've done it. You've done the trips to Dublin and the driving back after the gig and, the, you know, trying to... It's, it, it, no, a lot of the time it'll click. But it is by far the most difficult side of the writing. Putting yeah. bums in seats. Very, very hard. And you need a man on the ground and you need a good man. Yeah. And you yeah. need a fella who's as passionate as you and who understands you. And yeah. who understands the work you're after putting in here. Yeah. Say, if a, say if a fella came on to me and said, would you run a gig in Cork for me, Miles? Well, I'd run that gig for him the same as I'd be running, looking after my own business. Yeah. So, yeah. like, I've done work with fellas. Oh, yeah, I'm running the gig. And yeah. they, they just sit back and think that they can put your name on Facebook and, and your name on a poster and sign the room of a hotel that yeah. the whole village are coming. No, yeah. no, no. It doesn't work, work like that. You yeah. need to be in people's faces. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And you but, need to convince people that when a new act is coming to the town, yeah. that you all need to come and see this fellow because, like, it's worth your oil. Yeah. 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 And unless someone is as passionate and has the right contacts to pull that off, then I, you're I don't think a dead donkey. Like. You let ever find anyone who's as passionate about your own songs as you are but I think I know what you mean that you need to find someone who is enthusiastic about getting them out there like you know well again it's all building contacts to get the songs out there as well so like when I started the only contact I had was Neil Prindville yeah and then like it kind of goes into other presenters and other so then like you go to PJ Coogan and then yeah. you go to Simon Mordock then you go to Dave Mack yeah then before you know it, then like Philip Bork is on and then it gradually grows into a different county. Yeah. Lucky for me it was Joe Duffy and I was up in RT one day with Joe when we done that song for the the Children of the Rising. And here I was like sitting down with Joe inside an RT like and he bringing me over to Larry Gogan. Yeah. And do you know what fucking Larry Gogan said to me? Huh. Do you know what song with two miles by? He said you were born in the wrong era. That's, that's what a, a legend of Irish DJ said that to, to me in RT. He said, you were born in the wrong era. He said, if you were born in the 50s or the 60s, he said, you'd be fucking absolutely huge. Yeah. You know, and then, then you build that contact and then that contact, then it's all about like, or for me, I think it's all about who, you're, who, who, who plugs you and who. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like, geez, if he plugs him, sure, he must be good enough for me to plug him. Yeah, I guess what you're saying. Yeah. There's yeah. a knock-on effect, like. Yeah, and it's the same as the gigs, and it's the same as managers, and it's the same as... Like, I'm going down a bomb there over in Ballycotton. I've been there three times since right. Christmas. Right. And I tell you, always reduce the tears there, I'd say. It was a January. Like, I got a standing ovation coming off the stage. I, I, you know the way you have to walk down the middle of it? Yeah. Where, where was this? I was in the sea church. church. I was an emotional wreck by yeah. for the reception the people gave me while I played. You couldn't hear a pin drop. Yeah, the rapture of applause after every song. Well, isn't that worth it then? And then they stood yeah. up when I was coming down. Like I was like, this is this is where I want to be. Like this yeah. is this is this is where we're going. I don't want to be like I played in the Opera House there two weeks ago. It oh. was a great occasion, and I got the crowd going. They're all singing the songs back to me and everything. It was brilliant. But I just think. This this hundred and fifty two hundred seaters, yeah. It's all it, we've best. often said it like p- picking the venues, you know. I think we've all done gigs, lads, where it was an event where there could have been a thousand people at it, but they're <coughs> not specifically there for you. You get a hundred and fifty music lovers there to hear your stuff. Yeah, yes. that will be that'll be ten thousand day outers. And Do you can, know what I mean? Like that. Be, yeah, <coughs> they had the marquee last year, Dave. Right? Uh, it was called a big top. It was fucking huge. I went down anywhere and I done me bit whatever. They sang one or two songs with me. They sang along with Big Joe 
and they sang along with North State, like Die Another Few Right. And then I got an encore and I said, Do you know what? I said to the audience, I'm going to play a song that I want to play. So I played Don't Look Back in Anger to everyone in shock. <laughs> but like I went down and bomb. Of course, everyone did, knew, yeah, knew, yeah. Knew, knew it. But then when I went back out into the crowd, drinking myself and mingling, like there was no one. There was no one. There was no one really listening to the, me in act. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. was either queuing up at the bar. Yeah. In the jacks, queuing up to go to the jacks, or talking. Yeah. On the phone. Yeah, I know. And like, I don't know. I, as he said, there might have been a thousand people in there, and it looked great. But the old that thousand, there's probably fifty that was clucked, stuck, stuck to the barrier that were really listening. I always say that I think. Why you hadn't even fucking listened? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk to you about your songwriting. You write about what you know. Mm. You write the topics that you write about are very, you know, sort of your where you come from, what you know about, and that in, in itself gives you a, a a kind of a a loyal local following, right? Has your songwriting always been that sort of thing? Like, the songwriter, to me, you're kind of a, a, a balladeer in the way that um, Damien Dempsey is or John Spillane is, the person who writes about what they know, what they have in front of them, and then tells that story to a wider audience. Is that how the way you've always been? Yeah, well, before I just know any right, I get a title for a song, a line, whatever, I always start the song with a chorus, always, no matter what song it is. And then I build the verses around that, whether it be two or three, if there's if I feel there needs to be a, a, mel- a mel- melodic a melodic change in it, then we'll bring in a bridge hmm. just to bring the feeling of the song down for the human to absorb the feeling and the emotion of the song. But um then I went down the road of I started getting bombarded with requests, right? right. Can you uh, write a song about this? Can you do that? So then it became factual. Oh, so yeah. where you're sitting oh, yeah, down yeah. with a laptop and you're making sure and then you're contacting say Oshin McConville. Yeah. It's a song that's not released yet, but I've done a project with Oshin up in Cross McGlynn, up in South Armagh. And he's the last, believe me, it is. No, no Oshin the song, but I'm not taking on that work anymore. Getting commissioned mom, to write songs. No, but it's not even about commissioned or whatever. It's just it's like, like an it's, ass- it's like an assignment. Yeah, it's area. like it's like going to school and you're studying it and then you're going to and fro. Is that fact correct about you? And yeah. next thing, and then oh, that's not right. And so I've done a few... McConville story, Katie Taylor, Roy Keane, the Birmingham Six, George Joyce, Teddy McCarthy, Liam Miller, whatever, right? That I'm not taking requests of songs anymore. I'm going back to writing songs the way I always wrote. Straight from the head, straight from the heart. And that's it. Write the song. I wrote three songs in one night. Yeah. There a few weeks ago. No, I started at about 10 and I was still going about 7 in the morning. Then I put the three songs aside. Yeah. Left them there for about a month. And then pull them back out. Yeah. Fix them up. And it's way better. And then come back to when that. See that song I was practicing there with a go? Yeah. Mm. Where have you been all my life? Yeah. I wrote that song. It's true as God in about seven minutes. Seven minutes. Is it minutes, finished? Boom. It's finished, yeah. Do you want to give it a blast for us? Well, we played the first verse and, 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 a, first and a chorus. A so yeah. It was a flurry there. Yeah. 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 What do you want, Dave? I have a guitar here. Oh, yeah. Because what you're saying, boys, is it was raw from my heart and my mind from a story that I had come across. That was it. I think this was, I think that when you when you write about a topic for writing about a topic and people hear the song, the topic will pull on their heartstrings, right? It's the topic that will get people feeling the emotion. But if you write a great song from the heart, and that's what catches people emotion. They're they're the good they're the winners, you know. I worship 
the ground you walk on But we can walk the same ground I wish you nothing but happiness I guess I'll always just be around And I'll keep you in my sights We both know this thing right So it's only friends From here on in tonight Where have you been all my life? We broke our hearts tonight Talks I don't want to win So tonight Can we Just be friends Where have you been All my life We broke Our hearts Tonight Your eyes Always pull me Like the harmonic on went wrong way around it to switch it around. We 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 were wasn't noticed. We were just getting into the flight of it and all it's lovely. It's lovely, lovely Miles. I, well I, I think strong, yeah. I, know, I was going from... to hand it out, I was going to pitch it and, and give it out, but uh I changed my mind. I'm keeping it for myself. I think uh as you've matured as a songwriter you've moved away from the whole, you know, topic focusing and just like you said writing from the heart writing from right, the heart and keep the songs that suit you I'm sure if not like the one I gave Stephanie Rainey there for weeks well I didn't give it to her obviously we we spoke about it and we I explained to her that I felt as as the writer of the song that the song needed to be sang by a female Stephanie when I gave her my version of it which was an Irish folk version Stephanie said I can't say it wrong with your version why don't you sing it yeah. and I said well I have my heart set on you singing yeah. it and she said, fine, I'll sing it. And she went to number one in a lot of platforms for a play tour. Like, but again, like it's grand to be able to ring other performers and, and artists and say, look, I wrote this song. I think it'll suit you. Do you want it or not? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. And yeah. keep your own for yourself. Yeah. Like, I love all the ballad stuff and that. How do you know what to keep, though? You know, you'd know if you'd you just know, know if you, like you'd know if you could if you if if you you'd know if if I can walk out onto the stage and pull this song off 
you'd know I wrote this other song down okay. before called Lisa Marie right first time playing it in the fucking crane it's one of my favourite songs right and um, walked out onto the stage this is a new song I wrote it last week and by the end I was finished if I see Lisa Marie I'll say hello if you see Lisa Marie say hello and I keep saying that and by the end of the song the whole audience yes I'd see Lisa Marie instead so I pulled back from the mic kept strumming the guitar and left them off. Yeah. Cool. And Jeez. that's how you know that song is for you. Mm. Yeah, Cause yeah. Because you, you, it's your delivery and the, the people are focused on you, you see. And they're looking at the performer saying, fucking hell, he's really, really singing that in his heart. So yeah. then they're connecting yeah. with you and you're, as you said, yeah. you're pulling on their heart yeah. and they're thinking about their troubles and their strifes yeah, and their yeah. situation and where they are and where they were or someone they know. Yeah. And that's the whole key of the songwriting. And if you can enter someone's soul mm. with music and words, then your job is done as a writer. Yeah. yeah Do you yeah. know what I mean? Tell me this. Uh, your current set list at, at, at original gigs, does it still include some of the old stuff? Does it include your, your you know, you'd wonder, Nock Nahini, great song, Belter of a Song, uh, uh, Northside Till I Die, these kind of local ballads you know uh, championing where you're from do you still do that stuff um not nahinian songs like that they were just written for the community as thank yous and presents and you know just trying to help out you know i played at one night there on cypress avenue just because someone showed it out in the audience and you know he was lucky that it was still in my mind at that time yeah because if you asked me to sing it now i'd say that's like you know can i pull it off right um i know people might look at you and say but sure you wrote it for yeah. sure, like, there's so I much. It. There's so much stuff going on inside my head. Like if people got into my head, they'd run back out of it straight away. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's that. Yeah. It's that mist. What that, What advice would you give someone who's just recorded an album, right, and oh. they're about to start the process of release single by single? Get out there, promote it. Try and get on the radio. Try and get it out there. What advice would you give a young person? Um, I'm going off myself. Yeah. I you just have to be on the ground. I, I see James I, I see James Keegan there and fellas like that. I'm in the ZR all the time. Yeah, there's a couple of good fellas you around. Did you think he got his god dags tell me this. What, Thanks, guys. What what would you tell someone like like James? There's a few of them out there now writing stuff, getting them out there. What do you say? What's the most important piece of advice? The most important piece of advice is be true to yourself. And he has to believe in his own ability and his own music, and he does. And he's anything I told that young flat. No, he has his own, his own little few contacts as well. He carried it out. Yeah. And like I, t- I told him, he said, "How did you get that contact or whatever?" Like I stood outside Red FM. Like this is this is true as fuck. Like I'm waiting for Neil Brendeville to finish. Like I swear to God, this yeah, is a few years ago. He came out the door and I said, "Neil, one second, there, pal." He said, what can I do for you? I said, see that there, lot? I said, that's the song about Roy Keane. You yeah, did that? I did. I said, and there's the disc. I said, and I'd love for you to play it first. He said, I'll have a listen off it in my car. And he said, if it's good enough, I'll play it for you. So I know about her. I was in, in the sack the following morning and my phone started to ring and that KC on the breakfast show at that time had spun a bit of it. So then I missed that. So then it was on, he spun it for your man to play the whole lot of it. You have to do it. You go into the echo office and you go to the window and you say, I'm looking for the editor or the managing director of this place. Face to face. Yeah, can they come over to me? Yeah. Do yeah. you know what I mean? 
Yeah. Do you know and what? That's what they've done with Joe they, Duffy. I but they can, they can put a face to the name then. And I suppose, as like your man was saying, you were born in the wrong era. That's what lads would have done years that's ago. That's what they all do. Yeah, that's yeah. what they do. That's what it was. See the email. It's all email and now. It goes into spam. So you can email till the cows come home. And unless you have a direct contact with someone. That's a good yeah. I rang Liveline and I said, uh, this one answered anyway. I said, look, can I speak to Joe Duffy, please? And the one said, uh, yeah, do you want to come on the show? Oh, no, no. I said, I don't want to show. Someone talk to Joe. But she said, you can't talk to him. And I said, why can't I? But <laughs> yeah. she said, who are you? I said, take my name there, I said. And tell Joe Duffy he needs to ring me. Fucking he rang. Yeah. Asked me what do I want. I said, I have a song there. I said, for you. And, and the beauty of it is that Joe mentioned in it, and all your work. Yeah. Sure, he was on the blower 20 minutes later, come on up to Glass Nevin Cemetery and perform it. Yeah. 8,000 people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you you see, have to have yeah. the bottle and the neck if you want to go. Yeah, but sure, a lot There's of people no wouldn't. There's no point. But people, I think when, it, when it comes to music, they will, they like, will, yeah. they will if they believe in themselves. And if you believe in your ability, you will do it. Like I, I, I done it. Like I'm telling Keegan do the same. No, I, I gave him a couple of contacts straight off the off the hook. Like I said, here, look. And if anyone asks you who gave it that contact, say you phone it on Google or something. Yeah, and tell them why you gave it. Yeah, yeah. But I gave it to the young fellow because. No one done it for me, and I know how hard it was. It's so hard. And I gave him the contacts to, just to give him the leg up. But he's after landing some savage support slots, like. Yes, uh, yeah. So, like, yeah. He, he's but doing you see, you have there, there's an element of both. Like, there ha- you have to be good two miles. Do you know? Oh, yeah, uh, which yeah, yeah. We, we, you forget that, like, mm. there's lots of lads could do that, but you have, like, James is good, you're good. To you've, back it up. You're, you've, you've put the work into the songs. It's a mixture of things. You have to have, I think, the, the biggest thing you need is the, the skill for the people. Yeah, to, uh, you can yeah. be a great singer, but you can be an asshole. Yeah. You know, you would have the personality of a turn up. But yeah. like, but if you can manage people and deal with people and read and connect with them, that's the battle. No matter how good you are, you have to be able to connect with the people and the audience and let them believe in you and that we're here to support him and we believe in him. That's, that's, that's the, for me, that's the main thing. You don't do as many of pub cover gigs that you used to do anymore, really. It's 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 the original goal now, isn't it? All original. You were full time musicianing for years, just gigging your heart out, weren't you? Yeah, ran myself into the ground with pub. Is it how important is it to keep your pub stuff separate from your original stuff? If, if Pat Fitz was on here last week and he said you can't do both, oh, you done it. You did it, yeah. But you eventually... But you have to be wide, like, you have to be careful, you have to watch it. Like, like I wouldn't I wouldn't play anywhere on the north side of the city in a pub. And if I did it for a favour or... Yeah. Because why would I do that when you want them there's to buy 200 people in that area willing to buy a ticket to see you inside in town and, and sing along with the songs that you wrote? Mm-hmm. So yeah. why would you want to be inside in the pub playing fucking, you know, Proud Mary? Yeah. When... Yeah, you well, have to be kind of exclusive, you know, so, don't you? Yeah. And then you have to be true to yourself, like about the ballads and whatever. Like, like I, I love, like I love rebel songs. Like, should we all stop the rebel songs? Like three card trick, like we did, like yeah. Sean something Gary on, and some say the devil is dead and all that. Like, I, is so, your love for it still there? Oh, I love it. Will we give one a blast? Do you know what I think? Will it be? Yeah, why aren't there a fork? Sorry, Danny. 
Du bliver lidt her, Kroki. It was on a dreary New Year's Eve as the shades of night came down. A lovely load of volunteers they approached the border town, and they were men from Dublin and from Cork, Fermanagh, and Tyrone. Oh, and their leader was. Out from Galrio, and as they moved along the streets up to the barrier door, they escorted the danger they might meet for their fate in laying stone. Stop! 
when history was made. Oh, Grand Macree, I long to see the boys and girls from the old brigade. I love my. Did you say didn't think we'd be playing that tonight? That's, <laughs> That's unreal. It's a long time since That's I. That's uh, good, lad. Oh. Since I banged out one of them. Yeah. 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 He says, I tell you one thing, why boy said that. After listening to that, he says, I feel like joining in the fucking IRL. He says to me, <laughs> he says to me, my friend, he says, fucking, you know what I have in the car there, I've, uh, Moises, no, Moises, I'll have him there in the car. Don't worry about that, travellers. <laughs> he goes, it's fucking brilliant. We got play. Do, boy, play with I made a lot of good friends in my time. There's certain people, they're good friends of mine. A different culture, they're a different breed, but sure they love Holy Mary. Wearing rosary beads, they have cousins by the dozens, but they're all friends of mine. All the travelers, all the travelers, they're good friends of mine. They swear on blessed pictures, swear on your mother's soul They're racing sulkies down the Mallow Road And there's good and bad, they're just like me and you You know some of their women, they're just divine Oh but the travellers, oh the travellers They're good friends of mine, good friends of mine Oh the travellers, oh the travellers Their manners, dear sir and madam, were working hard at the tar macadam. Discrimination and poor education, finding it hard to keep an occupation, their own tradition and community. But you see, them old travellers, they're good friends to me. Oh, the travellers, oh, the travellers, they're good friends to me. Swear on blessed pictures, swear on your mother's soul They're racing sulkies down the Mallow Road And there's good and bad, they're just like me and you And some of their women, they're just divine fairs, the old horse boxes, they're buying and selling, they're as cute as foxes, parties and weddings, they're so flash, and everything it's paid for, and bought in cash, oh the glamour, and the style, but to see the old travellers, they're good friends of mine, oh the travellers, oh the travellers, they're good friends of mine. Swear on blessed pictures, swear on your mother's soul. They're 
Another song I haven't sang in a long time is the Friends of Mine Donuts. That's brilliant. Very good. Brilliant. And do you know where that came from, lads? Do you know where that song came from? Go on. I was up in the flying bottle one night above Knocknahini, right? And I walked in the door and a good friend of mine, John Burke, he died actually, lads, right? His broken heart over John, like we were real good friends. And I, he wasn't a friend, like uh, an acquaintance, it was a friend. Yeah. And uh, so I, I went in there, and the ball cocky, I went in there, uh, in the door, right? John was sitting down at the bell. I sat up next to him. Called the pint. Next thing a traveller came in the door and he sat down, so there was John, me, and your man. He says to John, Here, who's your man? John said, That's my he's a friend of mine. So your man sat down, he said, Who's a guy anyway? Called his pint. Then another fella came in. And he sat next to the fella that I just met. And he says to your man, Here, who's your man? <laughs> The fella just met me, says, his name is Moise of Red Wayne. So I said, why is hold up one minute? I only live around the corner. So I ran over home and I wrote down that chorus. Go Went away. home then, steamed up and wrote the rest of it. Go away. Yeah, that's where that song came that's from, yeah. Just from that simple friend of mine. He's a friend of mine. I made a lot of good friends in my time under certain people. Good friends of mine. Different culture and a different breed But sure they love Holy Mary Wearing rosary beads They have cousins by the dozens But they're all friends of mine Oh, them travellers, oh, them travellers They're good friends of mine They swear on blessed pictures Swear in your mother's soul And the racing sulkies out of Malagod and there's good and bad here just like me and you and some of the women they're just divine all the travellers all the travellers they're good friends of mine <laughs> it was for seal right? you did a song that day fucking hell a joyrider song oh yeah great song do you want me to do it? yeah do it we're forcing a chorus of it anyway did you write it? Do you know what now, lads? I got this song off a fella called Dennis Hutchinson, right? From Fountain Ray, right? He sang a one night below on the Wolf Tone Bar down, down Wolf Tone Street. And I says to him, Hutchie, give me that old song, will ya? He said, I will, of course, he says. I said, pass it into the pub and I'll get it. Gets a phone call off Lloyd Cray, right? Who had the pub at the time, right? <laughs> There's a fucking bank statement down here, he says. Well, Hutchie's name on it, but your name is on it as well. So stood all anyway, so Hutchie anyway went home well steamed, had no paper, was after getting the bank statement from the AIB, so he wrote the song in the back of the bank statement and fucked it in the door of the phone. Dog <laughs> 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 
Come, I tell you a story what happened to me. One day as I went down to Cork by the Lee, the sun was hot and the day it was warm. Shot a flag in the cider, it'll do me no harm. I went down to Galvin's, I bought a liter and up to the bush. I laid a heater, I felt a bit dizzy, I refused from the bar. Just as I to myself, I'll go on for a car. Oh, never, oh, never, oh, never again. If we live to a hundred or a hundred and ten, I'm a long way from normal and I'm far from one. I was just smoking and sniffing, me brain went to hell. I fancy a Volvo, or maybe a Saab She laughed to be quick, for a good smash and grab I wasn't been fussy, I tell you no lie So I blew in the back window of a Golf GTI I flew up the back road, I was doing one ten The clock flew around, again and again When the car took off, and it flew through the air and straight into a shade car I crashed, I declare I went out the front window, woke up in the yard And standing over me was a pig of a guard Come here to me boy, don't you know I'm the law? Well straight up with me fist and I shattered his jaw Oh never, oh never, oh never again if we live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I'm a long way from normal and I'm far from well Ashes smoking and sniffing, me brain went to hell I got four years in cock and two years in pats Six men to a cell, a half dozen rats But I wasn't been fussy, so I tell you so light Oh, the bigger the rapture, the sweeter the smell so come all the young joyriders, list while I say Stay away from them fellas who lead ye astray Or robbing cars by night and by day I should take it from me, boys, the crime was in vain Oh, never, oh, never, oh, never again If I live to a hundred or a hundred and ten I'm a long way from normal and I'm far from Smoking and sniffing, me brain went to hell. I was smoking and sniffing, me brain went to hell. I was smoking and sniffing, me brain went to hell. When he played that one that day in the particular <laughs> establishments we were in, <laughs> he was naming out things in the lyrics of the song and his fellas pointing at each other and saying, The pop god that was you. Oh my god. She's the equivalent of like a silent song though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. same thing. That's pretty yeah, It's a fucking good one. Like. We're back.
Yeah. Now before we uh, before we start to sit, no, I just want to do uh, I want to do a bit of housekeeping, a couple of hellos. Uh, Marcy Connery, if you're listening, uh, hello. Uh, who else have we there? No, Jordan Keneally, who's over in uh, Lanzarote with uh, Connor Sloan, they'll be listening. Scotty Leahy, who works below in the Paddocks Bar with Jamie Stanton, he's an avid listener and uh, Patreon. So thanks a lot for the support, lads. Thanks for tuning in. We don't know how many people out there are listening. We don't know. So if you are listening or if you have any suggestions or if you just want to say hi, hit us with an email. We'd love to hear about you. What we're doing is we're trying to give musicians a platform to have their say, get themselves heard. If they have songs they want heard, they can come on and play it and just share and archive these stories, which should be told and they should be put on record because it's a fantastic way of hearing to experiences and, and, and life moments of, of these fellas uh, who are out playing every weekend so Miles, another thing I want to say to you boy, is thanks for coming down you've been <laughs> we'd laugh anyway boy. <laughs> <laughs> do you know like I just thought like I said to you before I start lads if you could just work on the personality Miles I just he's so introverted <laughs> yeah. I didn't think he'd speak much. You have a bit to go. I thought he'd be very nervous. Uh, well, like, yeah. I, just didn't, I just didn't want to be stuck in one of them serious chats. Yeah. Ah, no, fuck that. Miles, you're a different fucking kettle of fish. <laughs> 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 I was wondering why you were ramping up today. The, right songs are, <laughs> the songs are real. They're about real people that you know. And, you know, it's refreshing. To, I've always said it. It's refreshing to hear. You're also giving a voice to people like... There's a lot, a lot of singers. You get a lot of singers coming from, you know, affluent, arty, farty areas <laughs> singing about fucking flowers and stuff. And that's fucking not true. Who did you say? Singing about that, flowers. What's the flowers about? Is that a sign of wealth down here? Not to do it. I don't care where it is. Like, if I think there's a song, like, I'm after doing things right I wouldn't really that do, no really. one would do. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't rule rule out Miles singing a, f- a song about flowers if it meant something. I love songs. Do, yeah. yeah. Do I have to give it a mention? I, Dots is a song, right? We all have favourite songs. We, one, you know, Simple Man is a favourite song of mine. Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, wish you all the best, John Prine. Oh, brilliant yeah, song. Yeah. Days of yeah. Our Lives by Queen. Fucking yeah. brilliant. But like. And I do cover this song. I have to say, like, as a Cork songwriter and Dots is a songwriter. One for the road, lads, is a song chunk. Go on, so. Just one, sure. Go yeah. on, so. Come on. Come on. We'll have to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell you now, lads. Where I are you going with the cap? Hey, 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 hey. Settle down. down. Settle <laughs> down. That's what He does, but he plays it in E. Well, then. Well, you're in E there, no? That's what you're playing C on the fourth fret. No, I plays it in G. Oh, dear. And D in the key of B. What? Good Lord. Get your B harmonica there. It's a real dots cover. Oh, it's in B. Okay. Do you want a B harmonica? Yeah, I have everything. Jesus Christ, is it all? Give me a little bit of juice to a corky. Oh, sorry, Hinnia. I have to sing this for Dots. So, Dots, this is, this is a hint. But I sing one of my. Don't leave me all alone. In it, I laid my eyes on you. I was stunned by the beauty you hold. Stood still, not a movement in here. When you walk right through the door, then I caught your eyes with my comfort and style. You're on my jacket, won't do. 
It's all music podcast. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks for coming in. Lock up the dog before you arrive the next time. <laughs> Miles, have thanks a minute. Have a fan. Have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> it's like doing a fucking gig in a sunbed. <laughs> do you want to do one of your own before we go? Do one more, though, Chilton. Do one, do finish it, it out. Yeah, Miles, thanks a million for coming. I'm going to do this. Do you know what? I'm going to do this song. A song. Come home and hand someone the oldest songs I have. Do you know why I'm going to do it, lads? The young lad who followed me he's only 13 he committed suicide um, Monday and I'm singing at his funeral in the morning at 12 o'clock and this is the song I'm singing because he called to me gaff and he had two CDs and he asked me to sign the CDs for him and I did and then I conversed with him at the door and he knew more about me than I did myself and I was kind of surprised for a young boy at the time he was only about 11 and uh, he was a character and um I'm going to play this tonight because uh, we play it for, for Killian O'Brien.
The year it was 94 God came knocking on our front door And I made to seven He took my mom to heaven No more suffering No more pain Pretty can be ugly sometimes And sometimes I wonder What goes on in the mind of God By night and by day I watched her fade away She said, come hold my hand son I must go away Your daddy's there to mind you I will always be by your side Now all I've left are all these memories A bright blue eyes and the locks of blonde hair and oh, how I wish she was here today Because you can't put your arms around a memory You can't put your arms around a memory
So the year It was 94 God was knocking on our front door And on May The 7th He took my mom to heaven Magic Boys Gaffney, for any of our listeners, check it out on um, check them out on Spotify or check them out on Facebook. I'm in Myers. There's plenty of stuff out there. Uh, another example of fine music and songwriting in Cork, just to go and look for. Cheers, boys. Myers, thanks again. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to this episode of It's All Music Podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Quirky. Produced by me, Dave Quirk. Executive produced by me, Dave Quirk. Theme music by me, Dave Quirk. Incidental music by me, Dave Quirk. Talent booking by Owen Hennessy. Tea making and venue setup, Mike Carey. Yep, we're doing all this ourselves. You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts and you might find your review read on a future episode. Got a question for us? Email us at itsallmusicpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook and leave a message. It too could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to It's All Music Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Dave Quirk production in association with Acast. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the It's All Music podcast with Kerry, Henny, and Quirky. We're blown away by your support. The It's All Music podcast is a completely independent self-finance venture. If you enjoy what we're doing and you enjoy listening, you can support us by heading over to our Patreon page and subscribing for three euros a month. If you don't have three euros a month, don't stress. You can still listen to the podcast. And you can support us by sharing our content on your social media pages.